0: Today, we have a complete update on the Islanders' injury situation, and the list just keeps getting longer. Plus, we preview tonight's home game against the Pittsburgh Penguins in a key Metropolitan Division clash. All that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson Barzell with the open net, and he scores. Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Hope everybody is well. I want to thank everyone for joining us today and being part of the Locked On Islanders family. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Lots to discuss on today's show, but first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question for us or a comment about something we've talked about on a past show, or maybe a topic that you think would be good for a future episode of Locked On Islanders, feel free to send us an email, the email address lockedonislanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWarsNYRVSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game, and that will include tonight. Uh, so join me for some instant insight and analysis and it's always great to talk to and interact with Islander fans game time or anytime so make sure you join me on Twitter and mention me and let's uh, let's talk a little Islanders hockey the injury situation for this team uh, no updates because the Islanders are not practicing at this point as far as new news concerning the Uh, players who are on the list, but let's go over that list right now. Kyle Palmieri on the IR, upper body injury retroactive to 10 days ago or 11 days ago now, December 16th. Cal Clutterbuck, also upper body injury, also on IR, retroactive to that same day, December 16th. Adam Pellick, also, upper body injury on IR back to December 6th. Pelic, the longest injured Islander, and obviously I think the one they need back the soonest, and yet, you know, not quite ready to go yet or even resume skating. Semyon Varlamov on IR retroactive to December 17th. So the Islanders right now with four players on IR. And again, not a back-to-back this week. So it's a little less urgent maybe, and I emphasize a little, to get uh, Varlamov back immediately. Why? Well, you had this nice three-day rest that gave Sorokin some time off. You have a game tonight a game Thursday, and then a game Sunday, and then a game Tuesday. Uh, that spreads things out a little bit. The drawback, of course, uh, once you get to Sunday, it's a four-game Western, uh, West Coast and then Western Canada swing in Seattle, in Vancouver, in Edmonton, and in Calgary. So the travel makes it even a little bit tougher. Your jet lag, you're not on your normal body clock, and to have one goalie expect to play all those games is probably too much. But look, the next two games are at home. They are spaced out. You had three days off for the holiday break before that. So, you know, again, if you can get Varley back just in time for him to go to the West Coast and make that trip and maybe play one or two of those games, I think that helps. Casey Sizikas. Not on IR, but day-to-day with the upper body injury. We hope to see Zeke back ASAP. Brock Nelson, upper body injury. No update on him since the last game when he was injured on Friday. And Simon Holmstrom, a lower body injury. Uh, No update on him since the game Friday. Again, because of the three-day holiday break, Islanders not practicing, but hopefully today, during the morning skate, we will get an update on at least uh, all of these players and see if any of them will be able to return to action tonight against the Pittsburgh Penguins. And I, I guess, you know, part of the issue is you don't have a lot of players with NHL experience or who you would describe as NHL ready or able to help out at this point. Uh, when, when you look at the AHL roster, you still got Ishkakov. He has not played in the NHL with the Islanders yet, but certainly doing well down in Bridgeport. But Lou Lamarello not ready to bring him up. You got Cole Bardrow there if you need him. Uh, but but overall, most of these injuries are forwards. You have one goalie, one defenseman, and five forwards on the injured list. Quite honestly, uh, there's just not a lot of forwards. You still have William Dufour if you want to go wing. He is yet to play in the NHL. But again, I think Lou Lamorello, more hesitant to bring these kids up, doesn't want to rush them. Whether you think that's right or wrong, That's a different issue, but that's where the seven present Islanders stand when it comes to the uh, injury situation. We'll have a morning skate today, and we'll get some more information, hopefully, at that time. Now, the World Juniors got underway uh, on yesterday, Boxing Day, Monday, December 26, and there were two prospects in the... uh, tournament with the islanders and it's interesting one is cali odelius who was the team's top pick in 2022 second round 65th overall he is playing for team sweden and then alexi uh malinin the sixth round pick in 2021 is representing finland so those are the two players that the islanders have right now. Now, Odelia signed an entry-level three-year deal with the Islanders shortly after the draft. So certainly, you know, he is already a member of the Islanders organization. He's playing right now for a team in the second-tier Swedish league, five assists so far in 26 games. And we'll see, keep an eye on how he does at the World Juniors. Should be uh, interesting to watch him. Meanwhile, Malinen was, uh, you know, he's 19 years old. He's playing in the top league in Finland, but not really doing a lot offensively. 23 games this year, two assists so far. He is going to play, according to most observers, with LA Kings prospect Otto Selin. Uh, They're going to be a a defense pairing. We will see how he does, and, and certainly we'll have updates on these two prospects for you throughout the tournament here on Locked on Islanders. We have got more to get to on today's show. The Islanders and Penguins going at it. Big game in the Metropolitan Division. The kind of game the Islanders need to win, and preferably win in regulation, if they hope to make up some ground and get back into the play into a playoff position in the Eastern Conference and in the Metropolitan Division. So we've got that, a full preview, plus our Islanders' birthday of the day, and a lot more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders Podcast. <coughs> today's episode is brought to you by your friends at BetOnline. Betonline.net is your number one source. For sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season, basketball, soccer, and of course the NHL. We've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at betonline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Aisles with two home games this week, Tuesday and Thursday. Pittsburgh and Columbus. Check out the latest lines and props at BetOnline. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Make sure to check out Locked On Sports today. The biggest stories around the sports world in 20 minutes or less plus instant reactions, game recaps, and Locked On's take of the day. Locked On Sports Today, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. So the Islanders, taking on the Penguins tonight at UBS Arena. 7.30 Eastern Time start. Game will be on local TV, so you'll have Brandon and and, and Butch. Uh, it's also available on ESPN Plus if you're not in the New York area. You want to get it that way. And I'll tell you, the Penguins playing some pretty good hockey as of late. They are now third in the Metropolitan Division. They're 19-9-5 nine on the season. 43 points. They're three points behind the Devils for second place with a game in hand. They're tied with the Rangers for third, but the Uh, Penguins have two games in hand on the Rangers. And, you know, here's a team in the Pittsburgh Penguins. When you think about the Penguins, you think about Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin and Jake Gunsel. And, you know, obviously Chris Letang, who is back now after amazingly suffering a stroke and yet comes back and is playing well. Uh, But believe it or not, the Penguins... They're a top 10 team offensively in this league right now, 10th in the league. They're 8th in goals against, and with the goaltending duo of Tristan Jarry and Casey DeSmith, you may not expect them to be there, but both of them are playing solid hockey, especially Jarry. 15-3-4 on the year, a 2-6-7 goals against, and a 9-20 save percentage DeSmith, 4-6-1, 2-8-3 goals against, but the save percentage, 9-1-4. So, here is a team that, you know, they're above average to good offensively and good to very good defensively, and, you know, again, reputation-wise, the defense, the goals against, you expect to be worse. The power play for the Penguins, and they have a lot of very talented players on it. They're 13th, 23.2%. But here's the bad news for the Islanders and their struggling power play. The penalty kill for the Penguins, number one in the entire league, 84.8% kill rate. If the Islanders hope to get their power play back on track, they face a big challenge against the Penguins. Surprise, surprise. Who's leading the Penguins in goals and points? Some guy named Sidney Crosby. Sid the kid, not a kid anymore, but he keeps on playing at a very high level when he's healthy. 19 goals, 43 points in 33 games. Evgeny Malkin, second, 11 goals, 33 points in 33 games. And Jake Gunsell also Uh, 33 points, 15 of those goals, 18 assists. He's only played 29 games, so he's at a a a better-than-a-point-a-game pace. Chris Letang, and we mentioned he missed a few games with the stroke, 27 games, 2 goals, 16 points. But again, on the the power play, 6 of those, 16 points with the extra attacker. And he also has one of the 4 shorthanded goals that the Penguins have this year. Look out for the Penguins shorthanded. Islanders cannot afford to give up the shorthanded goals. Brock McGinn has two, Chris Letang one, and Ryan Poling has one of the four shorthanded goals. We look at the line combination. Sidney Crosby with Jake Gunsell and Richard Rakel. That's the top line. Malkin, Jason Zucker, and Brian Rust are the second trio followed by a third line of Jeff Carter, centering Brock McGinn and Kasperi Kapanen. Teddy Bluger is the fourth line center. He has Drew O'Connor to his left and Danton Heinen to his right. On the blue line, Latang and Marcus Pedersen are the top pair. Brian Damoulian and Jan Ruta are the second pair. And Pierre-Olivier Joseph and Chad uh, Ruedel, are the third pair. On the power play, Malkin drops back to the point with Latang, and you have Crosby, Rankel, and Gunzel up front. On the second unit, Kapanen and uh, Joseph are on the points, Carter, Zucker, and Rust up front. And those penalty killing units that are number one in the league, McGinn and Bluger up front, uh, Demulian and Ruta are on the blue line as the first unit, and then Rust and Carter killing on the second unit with Letang and Pedersen on the blue line. Jeff Petrie remains on the IR. When we look at injuries, Josh Archibald and Ryan Poling listed as day to day. And the goalies, as we said, Tristan Jarry and Casey DeSmith. Look, I don't have to tell Islander fans how well Crosby and Malkin have done against the Islanders over the years. And this is the kind of game where, boy, do you miss Adam Pellick, where you want to get Adam Pellick uh, to be there to help defend against Crosby and Malkin. And if Pellick isn't available, I hope that Parker Weatherspoon does play, because, I, again, I like Sallow. I like Aho. I don't like both of them on the ice together at the same time especially against a dangerous team like the Pittsburgh Penguins. That is not what you want to see. Also, be aware on the power play Evgeny Malkin. Malkin, 12 power play assists, 16 power play points. He is dangerous with the puck when you give him extra time and space. The Islanders are going to have to be physical. They're going to have to be consistent in their own zone. They're going to have to check well, and boy, the breakout from the Islander zone to the neutral zone is going to have to be good. Otherwise, this Penguin team, they'll cause turnovers, and if you give them time and space and let them come into the zone with speed, these guys will make you pay. On the face-offs, Malkin Crosby and Jeff Carter all well above 50%. Those are the three best playoff uh, faceoff guys. For the Islanders, again, we don't know the status yet of Casey Sezekis, but if you're missing Zeke, that hurts your penalty kill, and it hurts you in the faceoff dot as well. Hopefully, Sezekis will be available, but obviously, Lane Lambert has some difficult lineup decisions to make when it comes to the Islanders lineup. Now, we don't know who, if anyone, is going to resume skating tomorrow at the morning skate until it happens because, again, for the last three days, the Islanders have been off like the rest of the league. We will fill you in via Twitter and obviously on tomorrow's podcast as well. So make sure you join us for that. Should be a great game. with The Islanders right now, three points behind the Penguins, but Pittsburgh has two games in hand. Pittsburgh has played the fewest games of any team in the Metropolitan Division, 33 tied with Columbus, but the Islanders, you know, you don't want to fall five points behind the Penguins, and the Penguins have two games in hand. You win this game in regulation, you're one point behind the Penguins, The Penguins still have the two games in hand, but boy, that does make a difference as far as trying to get back into a playoff spot in this division and in this conference. These are the games that are kind of must-win games for the Islanders for that very reason. I expect we see Jari and Sorokin, but again, we'll see uh, and we'll fill you in as soon as we hear. More to come on this episode of the Islanders Locked On Islanders podcast. We have a longtime New Jersey devil who had a season with the Islanders late in his career. Let's see if you can guess who that is. He's our Islanders birthday of the day. We've got that and some additional thoughts coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Time now for our Islanders birthday of the day. And today... It is the 48th birthday of former Islanders winger Jay Pandolfo. Pandolfo, drafted by the Devils in the second round of the 1993 NHL entry draft. He's a a Winchester, Massachusetts native, spent four years at BU, including 95-96, his final year at Boston University, 38 goals and 67 points in 40 games, made his NHL debut with the Devils in 96-97, stayed with New Jersey all the way through the 2009-2010 season, and then joined the Islanders in 2011-2012, played 62 games with the Isles that year, had a goal, 3 points and 8 penalty minutes, then had one brief season with his hometown team the boston bruins played 18 games for them before hanging up his skates after 2012-2013 and by the way right now uh jay Pandolfo is the head coach at boston university he was the associate coach last year the head coach this year they're off to an eight and four start through 12 games he was an assistant for five seasons with the Boston Bruins. For his career, Pandalfo, 899 career games in the NHL, 100 goals even, 126 assists, 164 penalty minutes. He played 131 postseason games, won some Cups with the Devils, 11 goals, 33 points in those playoff games, and an additional 12 penalty minutes. We're going to go back. And look at one of his better games with the Islanders, including a magic moment for his career. November 17th, 2011, Islanders hosting the Montreal Canadiens. 9,928 fans on hand at the Old Barn, the Nassau Coliseum. And Peter Budai, the goalie for the Canadiens, while Rick DiPietro gets the start for the Islanders. No scoring in the first period, but in the second, the Islanders break out on top. P.A. Parento, his third of the year, unassisted, just 41 seconds into the middle period, Isles up 1-0. Then, our Islanders' birthday of the day, Jay Pandolfo, his first of the year, the 100th goal of his NHL career, and the final goal of his NHL career, Josh Bailey, Matt Martin with the assist at 3:01, Isles up by two. Then Max Pacioretty makes it. Excuse me, Mark Strite makes it three nothing Isles. Matt Martin the only assist at 9:08. But the Canadiens come back. Max Pacioretty is ninth from Lars Eller at 14:52, makes it three to two. And then Eric Cole his fifth from Rafael Diaz and Tomas Placanic. At 1738, all of a sudden it's three to two. But the Islanders get another one. This one, Matt Molson, his sixth from John Tavares and Rick DiPietro at 18.15. Isles up four to two after six goals scored in that busy second period. In the third, with the Islanders shorthanded, Steve Steos off for boarding. Brian Gianta, his fifth, from Mike Camilleri and Thomas Blachanic. At 15:42, that made it four to three, but that was as close as the Habs could get. Rick DiPietro the win, 24 saves, but he doesn't finish the game. if Gany Nabokov makes two saves in the final 7:55. <clears throat> but for Jay Pandolfo, our Islanders' birthday of the day, a goal, a plus two, three shots on goal in 13 minutes and 20 seconds. And his goal, of course, came at even strength. So today is the 48th birthday of former Islanders winger Jay Pandolfo. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. I really think this game is vital for the Islanders, and getting healthy is vital for the Islanders. They have these two home games. You think. Columbus, on paper, is a team you should beat. Pittsburgh is a challenge. You're down seven guys. That is a lot to ask of any NHL team. Six skaters is a third of your roster missing. And then one of your two goalies, five of your 12 forwards not available right now. It's tough. And this team is going to have to dig down deep. In order to beat a red-hot Penguins team that really is healthy now and has sort of found their groove in recent games. So, Islanders have to hope that they can sort of get back on track. You know, their last game before the break, an overtime loss to Carolina at home. And... You know, before that, they beat the Rangers, lost in regulation to Carolina. And before that, seven straight wins uh, in the month of December for the Pittsburgh Penguins. So, Pittsburgh has found their game. Now it's time for the Islanders to find theirs, and let's hope they could do it starting tonight. That is our hope. And we'll see what this team can do. And I'm eager to see, and I hope, that Atu Ratu is back in the lineup for the Islanders for a second straight game. Thanks for making Locked On Islanders your first listen today. Now make Locked On Sports Today your next listen. Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in just 20 minutes. Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. Locked On Sports Today, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. That is it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll have our key takeaways from this game and our weekly farm report for you as we talk all things Bridgeport Islanders. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And, of course, let's go Islanders.